So I've talked many times on this podcast about CRT, the curriculum choices of school boards and woke books found in libraries across the entire nation. Many of you have asked about alternative library choices, and if you've never heard of the Tuttle Twins, you are in for a treat. The current political and economic climate is coming to a critical tipping point, and socialism's popularity is on the rise. And so educating our kids about freedom is more important today than it's ever been. For more information about the Tuttle Twins and to take advantage of special discounted offers, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Valentine's Day. It is Monday, February the 14th, and I'm really glad you guys have joined me today because we have a lot to be thankful for, not the least of which is a little bit of love. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Right. So I'm so glad you guys are here. Thank you for taking a little bit of time out to spend some time with me on this Valentine's Day. You know, I I got to thinking my husband and I are not really like I'm not a really big Valentine's Day girl. And I know some of you are disappointed. Sorry. (laughs) I'm more of a like every day is Valentine's Day. Like it it just, you know, if, if your husband brings you flowers on Valentine's Day, that's really sweet. But if he brings you flowers on, say, you know, March 11th, for no reason at all and catches you completely, you know, off guard. And that is something. Or if he's like, you know, washing the dishes, I always feel like every day is Valentine's Day. So, uh, but nevertheless, I wanted to read you guys some stories about Valentine's Day. And so I searched for some stuff to read to you. And honestly, it's all just awful. Like the history of Valentine's Day, the the stuff that's on the internet. And I decide, you know, forget it. I'm just going to say happy Valentine's Day. Just leave it at that because we got enough horrifying things going on in the culture right now without adding the horrifying history of Valentine's Day to it. So happy Valentine's Day. Hope you guys are having a great one. And uh, yeah, love on each other well, right? This is the motto here at the show. Love your family well. And this is a great day to remember to do it. Today is Mailbox Monday. And you guys know that I love to hear from you. And so if you've got a question that you'd like to me to address here at the podcast, what I want you to do is just shoot it to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday, and you'll see a form there. Go ahead and fill that out. I'm looking at them uh, right now on my laptop. I'm going to answer some of those questions today from listeners. But the fact is when, when you, uh, when you, when you send those to us, we just check to see, you know, what kind of category does it fall? And I told you guys so many of the Um, questions that we get here in the comments have to do, unfortunately, now with COVID-19 and with the, you know, just the ridiculous nature of how this has gone down and how we've been treating it now for, you know, coming up on, well, just a real long time. And so today is no different, but I'm going to go ahead and and go down these lists. I love to hear from you. If you guys haven't left a review for the show yet, uh, I would love it if you would do that. You can go to iTunes and leave a review. There are a lot of people that are listening to this show, partly because of COVID and where we are right now, partly because my run for Congress, a lot of reasons why people are interested, but it really does help us if you share the podcast on your social media, text it to people that you care about, and uh, obviously leave reviews over at iTunes. We really, really appreciate it. Also, if you've never left reviews for the books I've written, uh, we'd love it when you do that also. You can do that anywhere the books are sold. I'm the author, as you know, of several books, and uh, we love it when you guys leave reviews for those 
as well. All right. First listener question is anonymous. We're getting more and more of these lately. She said, Heidi, do you have any resources for parents who are fighting their Washington school district regarding mass mandates and suspensions? All right. So you guys heard me uh, with my friend, Carrie Prejean uh, Bowler, on the show. Remember, Carrie was uh, the former Miss California. She was also the first runner-up for the Miss USA contest. I told her, nothing like having a beauty queen on my podcast to make me feel insecure. But she is a fantastic human being. And we were having a discussion about what is the next step? Where do we go from here, knowing that these, uh, our walkouts are not having an impact. We're really not seeing anything change in terms of the way that the government is responding to the cries of these students and the parents who are saying, stop this with the masks of our, on our children. Uh, you guys probably heard last week, uh, young Jesse Justice was on my show. He's a senior from PL High School in PL Washington. And here's a kid who's absolutely taking a stand and saying, this is hurting the students at our school and the superintendents turn in a deaf ear to it. There's a, it's amazing what's happening right now. And we have an opportunity to take a stand. And so this anonymous listener asking me if I have resources for parents who are fighting the Washington state uh, in the schools here, which are just on fire. It's a nightmare here. And I'm going to, I'm going to say something that I've been saying for a long time. And it sort of seems like it's maybe more or less fallen on deaf ears. You know, maybe you don't want to hear it, or maybe you just think I can't do it. But the only way home from this, you guys, is to pull your kids out of the school. Full stop. You got to pull your kids out of the schools because the fact of the matter is these schools don't care about the welfare of your children. And that is the bottom line. These are indoctrination camps for children. Obviously, they have no trouble putting masks on your children. I am disgusted, frankly, at the way that the superintendents are behaving. The superintendent of of public instruction, Chris Reichdahl here in Washington state. This is ridiculous. Enough is enough is enough. And we're sitting here begging for our freedom. And I don't know why. I really don't. You guys have more power than you think you do. Pull your children out of these schools. You want to make a statement? Pull your kid out. You want to remove funding? Pull your kid out. You want to you want to uh, hit them where they're actually going to feel it? Pull your kid out. Take your children out of these schools. These schools are teaching critical race theory, comprehensive sex education, the 1619 Project, upending American history, turning parents against their children. What more is it going to take? And so at this point, I'm, you know, like I've said before, you know, Jay and I have one of the most successful homeschool resource centers anywhere in the nation. And we've got, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids here now. And I see it largely as a rescue mission to pull kids out of the public school. There are alternatives to it. And the question is not, are there alternatives? The question is, are you going to be brave enough to take the step? And for me, you know, that step came 20 some odd years ago when I pulled my my oldest child out of the public school system. I was terrified, but I'm telling you what, you guys, it's like the scene from, from, uh, um, oh my goodness, I can't even think of his name. Well, you know, Harrison Ford. Anyway, he's, he's, uh, oh my gosh, you guys, this is terrible. My brain, I'm getting old. Anyway, so he steps out onto what looks like to the abyss, right? Raiders of the Lost Ark. There you go. Thank you, brain. Thank you for kicking it. So He steps out onto the abyss and he knows he's trying to get from point A to point B and it seems like there's nothing there, but he knows he's supposed to do it. So when he takes this first step, that 
that um, platform magically appears. That is what is going to happen if you guys will trust the Lord and take your children out of the school. So that's the best advice I have for you right now, Anonymous in Washington. Take your kids out of the schools. Uh, we can continue, you know, waving flags from the overpasses, having our kids miss a day, you know, day here, a day there, doing uh, the walkouts and the protests, you know, these peaceful pro- protests. But honestly, we're not making any headway. And as soon as the next, you know, uh, ridiculous excuse comes for them, they're just going to do it all over again. I say we never let, we never give them the opportunity again. You guys got an F in this. And when you get an F in it, we find something else. And that's what needs to happen. All right. A patriot mother from rural Oregon has a mask story that she wants to share with you guys. So I thought I would read it. She said, Heidi, I went into a grocery store in our small town the week of Christmas. A woman that we did not know first went up to some family we were with and asked in a hyper-flustered tone if they forgot their mask, to which they simply replied, no. On her way out in her N95 mask, she doubled back inside to go to customer service and tattle on them. On her second attempt to leave the store, she saw me with no mask and shouted so loud that people stopped to stare, do you not have masks? And I simply said, no. To which she screamed, you are so stupid. To which the Lord thankfully put his hand over my mouth and my reply was, Merry Christmas. (laughs) As she, of course, was once again halfway out the door. They never want to actually talk about it. They hide under their masks and say self-righteous things to moms like me with their kid in the grocery store a few days before Christmas. And you'll never guess which side of the aisle I'd like to remain on. Stay strong in liberal Washington, Heidi. The The Pacific Northwest needs saved. Yep, you're absolutely right. And I appreciate you guys sending me your stories. Listen, this thing only stops when we say it stops. It, the only way home from this is peaceful noncompliance. It's to stop wearing the mask. It's to stop doing the thing. I've said this for months and months. I'm going to say it again. Health does not come from a mask and a needle. Health comes from exercise and eating right and uh and vitamins and supplements and all the things. And it and what we've done in this country in the last two years is the exact opposite of what will actually make us healthy in the long run. So I appreciate you guys and sending me your stories. Keep standing strong. Kim from North Carolina. Hi, Heidi. I'm a mom of two littles under three and our family lives in North Carolina. I'm having a hard time finding a balance between being an outspoken voice for freedom and not putting a target on the backs of my family because we already go against the grain of the mainstream medical community and government. All right. So here's the thing. As you heard uh, my friend, uh, Carrie Prejean the other day, talk about what is happening in the culture. We both acknowledge something that we need to just be honest about. It takes courage to take a stand in the culture right now. And I believe that the only people that are going to be standing when this is over in terms of uh, public, um, uh, what's the right word, in terms of how the public views us, is the people, there are the people that are taking a stand for freedom right now. That's the only way out of this. And so when you say, you know, I'm not, I don't want to put my kids at risk. The question that I always ask is, what risk are you more afraid of? Because your kids are at risk. What we do when we don't take a stand for freedom, what we do in keeping our voices quiet and trying not to, not, not to make waves and not to put ourselves out there is that we are ensuring that our children will inherit a world where they cannot stand up. Because it will be illegal unless we unless we make a stand right now. That's why the 2022 elections are so important. That's why uh, I keep telling you guys, get involved politically in what is happening in your towns and your communities and your school boards, uh, in the jurisdiction that you live in. And you say, well, politics, I, you know, I'm not interested in politics. Well, trust me when I say it doesn't matter. 
if you're not interested in politics, politics is interested in you. And so we've got to get engaged. This is why I started hosting Constitutional Live. Uh, We've done two weeks of it now, three weeks of it now, and I'm just absolutely loving it. We are learning every time we come together. We've got about 200 people coming to the Homeschool Resource Center every Sunday from 5 to 6.30. And every time they come, we leave feeling like, oh my goodness, I did not know that. Oh my goodness, we've been lied to. And that's the problem, right? We've been lied to in the country. We don't understand our rights. We can't defend them. And so I'm going to encourage you guys to um, start doing what what I'm doing here. You can do it in your own home. You can do it at your church. You could host Constitution Alive from Patriot Academy. You could host Biblical Citizenship. There's lots of different ways that you can get engaged in the culture and engage in the fight for freedom to return this country to the constitutional republic that our forefathers gave us, which, by the way, was founded on the belief that our rights don't come from government. They come from God. And so all these people that you hear say, oh, there wasn't, you know, the the founding fathers were just um, deists or they didn't believe that the Bible should be. No, the Bible is interwoven absolutely into our founding documents, into the Declaration of Independence, into our Constitution. And as we've moved farther and farther away from it, we're discovering now that we're suffering. And so I just want to encourage you guys to a place of confidence. And you get confident when you begin to educate yourself and stand for freedom. And so in North Carolina, uh, you guys can totally do this, be an outspoken voice for freedom, and then ask the Lord to protect your heart, protect your family, and he will. And, you know, it's like I've told you guys this before. My grandmother used to say to me, Heidi, God's either good or he isn't. You know, he's either going to protect you or he's not. And we either believe him or we don't. And I believe him. And I believe that we should be standing for truth. And so I appreciate, Kim, that you're doing that. Uh, And I'm just going to encourage you to keep doing it. Did you know that MyPillow is so much more than pillows? Jay and I recently switched to the MyPillow mattress, and we love it. You guys need to check this out because with my special promo code, you can receive up to 66% off all the products at the MyPillow store. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi. That's MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541. Don't forget to use promo code Heidi to get up to 66% off all the products at the MyPillow store. Sarah from Wisconsin. Heidi, I recently listened to an expert panel with Senator Ron Johnson regarding many different topics surrounding COVID-19. It's five hours long, so quite lengthy, but I wanted to be sure your audience is aware of it. It has insightful information that goes along with your viewpoints and questioning surrounding this whole issue. Please make your audience aware of the video. It can be found on his Senator's webpage, Facebook, and Rumble. So this is Senator Ron Johnson. You guys heard me mention him when I had... uh, the microbiologist in the studio last Tuesday and Wednesday, or actually it was Wednesday and Thursday. Um, it's fascinating stuff to see this coming to the forefront now of the the government here in the United States. And as I've said, and I'm going to continue to say, I hope we see the equivalent of the Nuremberg trials. I hope when this is over, these panic pimps and these drug pushers go to prison for what they've been doing. Uh, that's how wrong it is. And so I'm going to keep uh, telling the truth. And I, I agree with you, Sarah, this, this video that Ron Johnson put out, and basically you're just watching these, these senators questioning the narrative. It's not wrong to ask questions. At, at some point, when we stop asking questions, the conversation gets stymied and it can't go forward. And so we need to be very careful and continue to ask questions. Um, I love that, Sarah, that, you, that you're reminding us to do that. Melanie from Texas, 
has an answer to the app question that I asked you guys a couple of weeks ago. She said, I'm responding to the safe app and texting Gab, G-A-B-B, Gab Wireless is a phone that has no internet, but kids can call or text their parents and can track the app from their parents' phone. It's just $20 a month. I love that. And I, uh, yeah, I love that. And I actually have heard about it before. So I'm glad to hear from somebody who's using it and enjoying it. Again, that's Gab Wireless, G-A-B-B, Wireless Anonymous from Washington. My husband suffers from a possibly terminal cancer. My mama heart wants to homeschool our three young children. However, I may need to become the sole provider as well. I'm feeling worried and defeated. All right, sweet mama. So lean in. The Lord gave these children to you and to your husband. And what I always like uh, moms to hear, especially in situations like this, because you're you're looking at the possible loss of your husband through a terminal illness. There are people that reach out to me all the time who are losing their husbands through divorce or um, some sort of uh, long-term illness. And I just want to remind you that God's heart is for you. His heart is for you and he loves your children. And so uh, I understand what you're saying. You know, I'm reading that you want to homeschool your three young children. I would say start homeschooling them. If that's what you want to do, start homeschooling them and ask the Lord to give you the provision to continue to do that. And if he, uh, if the Lord has a different way for you or a different uh, means for your children, it might be that you have a tutor that you that comes to your house, or uh, it might be that your kids go to a uh, a private school. Um, I would be asking about that now, but really, really take it before the Lord. Years and years ago, I remembered meeting a mom who lost her husband. Uh, in a car accident. And she was telling me how devastated she was and, and the family obviously, you know, moving through this grieving process that was so painful for her and how much she agonized over what was going to happen to her children. And she said what was so amazing to her is as they walked through this grieving process, and there are lots of ways uh, that we grieve, right? Lots of reasons for, uh, lots of reasons that take us into what feels like this very scary, out of control grieving process when we're not sure about our future. And we thought, I think what it does is it, and she said this to me and I thought it was so, so wise. It reveals to us that all this time we thought we were in control is really just an illusion, right? We're not in control, but the Lord is. And the Lord said, I made you, I love you um, from the foundations of the earth. And he's not just talking about you. In Jeremiah 29, 11, he says that he has a plan for us. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I think as moms and dads, we read that and we think about ourselves, but that, that verse also applies to our children, that God has a plan for them. And I want to just encourage you, the Lord will take care of your children as you follow him and do the thing that God asks you to do and trust him trust him. And uh, I'll be praying for you. Please keep me, please keep me posted. Uh, Ashley from Pennsylvania. I'm a homeschool mom with five children, ages 10 and under. Mm, Moment of silence. I feel you. (laughs) I've been there. Toddlers can be so challenging. My toddlers are so loud when they play, it makes it hard for my 10 year olds to focus at times. I've tried giving them quiet things to do, redirecting them and discipline, and it can make the day fairly exhausting. Do you have any advice? All right, Ashley, so listen up. So what you're describing to me is, wait for it, motherhood. 
You just described motherhood. This is what it is when you're when your house is full of children and it's exhausting. And this is why uh, this is why I, I wrote Becoming Mom Strong. It's why I wrote the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight and the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Romance. I want to encourage you. Uh, so I have been exactly where you are. And the Lord is going to show you exactly what you need for your children at just the right time. But I wrote a book called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight. I will try to link back to it in the show notes today, or you can find it online or at my website at HeidiStJohn.com. The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, whether you're homeschooling or not, this was my way to help moms try to fit their size 16 day into a size 10. And, you know, how is it that we can spend the time that we need to with our children and still get dinner on the table? How is it that we can interact with our toddlers? Uh, in a, you know, in a meaningful way, um, how can we interact with our toddlers in a meaningful way and still make sure that they know mama needs quiet time too, right? So one of the things that we did with our toddlers was I had um, what I called bedtime. And what I mean by that during the day was when they're really little, we had them sit on their beds for probably half an hour. Really, it was just for me to recharge. So I would have them sit on their beds. I gave them books. I gave them a snack. It wasn't a, a punishment or anything. Like that. They started to look forward to it. So I would say, hey, guys, it's it's bedtime. And everyone would run and they would sit on their beds. And the rule was that they weren't supposed to interact with each other. It was a time for them to just be still. So sometimes they would end up taking a nap. Sometimes they would be reading a book. Sometimes you know, sometimes they would fight, let's be honest. <laughs> but the idea was it it would it was teaching them that, that it was good for them to be alone and recharge their own battery and mama need to recharge hers. So I would say start there. I think that's probably one of the most important things that you can do and check out my book, The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, How to Fit Your Size 16 Day into a Size 10. I think it'll really help you. One more question today, Christina from Ohio. Heidi, thank you so much for all you do for the kingdom. Thank you, Christina. I am a Christian homeschool mom. In my church, our family is one of the very few who homeschool. What's a good response during church social interactions when another parent makes a negative comment about homeschooling? Should I respond? I want to be godly in my response. All right. So this is a great question. I don't get it as much as I used to because homeschooling is so mainstream. And honestly, you know, people say, aren't you worried about socialization? You know, I always go, yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for asking. That is exactly why I pulled my children out of public school. They're being so much better socialized at home and with other children that um, that who come from from families whose parents are taking an active part in their education. So I I love it when people ask me that question. Honestly, and, and this has been my approach for many many years now. When Jay and I pulled our our daughter out of public school, you know, over twenty two years ago. Now I can't even remember. It's been a long time ago. Um, one of the things that I was afraid of was all the questions I was going to get, you know, first from my family, people that thought we were crazy. And I want to just encourage you, you don't need to defend yourself. All right. If someone has a bad, uh, you know, thought about homeschooling or they see it poorly or whatever, there's not really not much you can do that, do about that. Fruit takes time to grow. So here in Washington state, we're really proud of our apples, right? Lots, we grow apples, particularly in Eastern Washington, um, you know, orchards, you know, and no one ever goes to a man who owns an orchard and sees a row of saplings and criticizes the orchard owner because those saplings are not producing fruit. But yet they'll do that to you as a parent when your kids are little and you're homeschooling your kids and they somehow feel the need to criticize you or tell you why they're worried about you or whatever it is. Just don't listen. That's my that's my strong advice. That's my encouragement to you. Don't listen. You know, uh, fruit takes time to grow. And one of these days, and guess what? Guess who in my family now is making fun of me for homeschooling? That used to be everyone. Guess who's doing it now? Nobody. Zero. 
Why? Because the fruit is there and fruit takes time to grow. And so for the same reason, I would tell you, don't get into useless arguments with people. I would say fruit takes time to grow. Focus on your family. Focus on tendering, you know, tending to those little saplings that God has given you, nurturing them, loving them, educating them. And you wait and see. The fruit will will be shown eventually for what it is. So I just think trying to uh, trying to defend yourself, particularly against people who just don't understand homeschooling, I don't see the point. Um, and believe me, one of these days, those people are going to try to go, shoot fire. She was onto something. So hang in there. You guys, that's all I have time for today. I'm going to end with Christina and I'm going to pick it up next week with an anonymous uh, question from a listener in Michigan. If you guys would like to send me questions, I love, love, love to hear from you. HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. And you can uh, scroll down to the show notes to see the questions that we answer that particular day. Or if you want to leave one, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Have a great day, you guys. I so appreciate you. We love you. We're praying for you. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.